are live. Hey, Concrete. What's up? What's up? What's up? What's goody with you? Happy hump day. That part. Listen, it's been the How longest we week. Going? Girl. Wow, what's, what's going on? Girl, I didn't finally got back um, to the gym, quote mm -hmm. unquote. Mm -hmm. Um, yeah, my little child and calling me chubby. And, uh oh, uh, Solomon, yeah. no better. Oh, girl, listen, you this is why I be trying to put him up you. for adoption. See, you said they will humble you. Yeah, yeah, yeah. You <laughs> call me a little chubby, and so um. So you back in the gym? Yeah, girl, heavy, and uh, surprisingly, uh, I'm not like about to fall out like I didn't did me about four okay. miles today. Uh, I went walking earlier by myself, and then okay. I went walking with the kids, and then I went walking with Mr. Curlin. Okay. And yeah, yeah. yeah it was girl. a perfect day for that too. It was so nice down. Here. It really was. It was okay. wonderful. But yeah, what's going on with you? How's everything going? Um, not too shabby. Oh, I, let me tell you this real quick. Um, have you ever done like a Chloe Ting workout? Oh, who? Her name is Chloe Ting, and she's on YouTube. Like, look her up. She has some very, very, very intense workouts, and they work. Like, I know a lot of people that swear by her workouts, but just look her up, and like, she she does like hits, so it'll be like um kind of like 10 minute workouts or 15 minute workouts but they're like high intensity workouts yeah um check her out because you might like what she got going on i do yeah. like the modified version baby because she young and um i don't move like that baby but, they be having uh, that energy oh my god damn i'm like i know she don't expect like come on but she she you know you can do the modified version of her workouts too but yeah. My week is going pretty good. Busy, busy, busy. But what else is new? Um, I have so much going on. Like, I can't wait to get through, like, the first quarter of the year. And then I think things will slow down for me a little bit. But Girl, please. No, for, for real. No, you know what? One of my resolutions is to it's cut back on having so much on my plate. I don't know how I'm going to do it, like how I'm going to manage it, but one of my resolutions is to cut back on like taking on so much because like when you do that, you don't really get to enjoy life. Like it's all it's from one task to the next and, you know, it gets tiring and I want to be able to, you know, enjoy my fiance and kick back and just relax. Mm -hmm. Like when I was sick those days like i felt it felt enjoyable even sunday i didn't do much of anything literally got up and put on pajamas because it was snowing and just chilled and like i it felt and i enjoyed doing that so i want to do more of that so some way somehow i'm going to remove some of the things that are on my plate you want me to tell you how to do it <laughs> what what's your suggestion as to how to do it just say no no, 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 no. I don't really no. say no. Oh, girl, you you have to. That is the first step. <laughs> and although you know, I'm saying it for like play's sake. It it mm -hmm. really is the first step um, to regaining your freedom and oh, yeah. um, time to yourself. Because Just when you're taking no. care of everybody else, and you're it's a constant thing. You know what I'm saying? Mm -hmm. Um, people don't really tend, not only do they not appreciate you doing that, mm -hmm. they'll tend to add more shit 
on to yeah. you as you go along. So every time you go somewhere, oh, well, you know, if you could just do this, mm -hmm. oh, but, you know, um, you should just do that. Hey, girl, you know, I haven't talked to you in forever. Oh, I called you to ask you and for to a be favor. Honest, you're right. But it's always like, it's only people close to me that I have a problem saying no to. You know, my kids, my, you know, fiance, my friends, or I'll be like, oh, girl, I can do it. Like, they'll be like, well, I, I don't know. I got to You don't be having no problem thing. telling my ass no. I, I, only, I don't tell you no. We, so if we're girl, having a difference listen. of opinion as it relates to a topic, but I'm saying if they need something from me, need something of me, or if there's something I could do to make their life easier, uh, I'll, uh, it's difficult for me not can to Can you pick my kids path. up from the bus stop? If you ain't live so far, if you ain't live so far, listen. And I love the kids, so um, you know it wouldn't be. A you thing. want? Can I bring them over to your house this weekend? Me and Kurt want to have some time alone. <laughs> I'm not playing with you. You just had a whole four weeks alone, but um, you don't want to. You don't want to help me out with my cheering. Like, you work, telling me no? You see how easy all, that was for you? I have to work all weekend. If I didn't, like sometimes that becomes my excuse. Like, oh, I would if I ain't have to work. And I'm serious. I do honestly have to work hey babe okay. but, uh, hey mr carla so um what what's what what else is good what's going on what's your girl got? let me give you this tea uh-oh <sighs> mm -mm. so um you know i hang around the hoods of the ghetto of youtube oh. Oh. um mm -hmm. if if this sector is ghetto then i go to to like the red light district to hang oh, out and to okay. lurk around and you know i told you i'd be looking in them damn divestment chicks chats them okay. damn damn divesting oh my god listen they didn't rip cynthia g a new ass right oh gosh girl cynthia g was telling them that black men ain't shit you need to abort these black babies you need to get with somebody that's building something these black men can't build won't build don't know how to build they terrible fathers they mm -hmm. chasing behind all, all the these foreigns mm -hmm. but they still got some good d oh. and when i say they wore Cynthia G ass out. Uh -oh. oh, they wore out. They mad. Um, for her saying that the the only thing that black men is good for is it, you know be hump, hopping in the sack. Well, the the whole thing is it's um like every they're not good at whatever, but you won't stop having sex with them, mm. and they were saying they were saying that the message is conflicting um versus the stuff that you talk about if you're saying that they have this type of pathology they ain't gonna be shit they ain't shit yada 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 why would you continue having sex with them and you know she was like uh she ain't having no black baby she ain't doing this that, and the third um she good on them you know but <laughs> she can't leave that black thing and yeah the, they they were upset about that shit i you know like you be like oh <laughs> like okay they wasn't having it huh girl it was stream after stream mm -hmm. um and I, I i i was hollering because i just didn't think uh, you know i don't be thinking that it's, it's that deep but mm -hmm. they are very serious about their message mm -hmm. and um 
I thought it was interesting. I I I thought it was interesting. I was like, well, damn. I that does seem hypocritical. Like, like you want us to, you know, um, excommunicate from black men. You want us to divest from black men, do our own thing because they ain't building, they ain't worth the damn, you know, yada yada yada. But still, dip back and get the D. I mean, <laughs> just a little bit of it, and don't I get mean, pregnant listen, by it. I understand. I she said she was just gonna get a little taste. She need a little sample. But, there's not a whole lot to look forward to when you go over there, but if you choose to go over there, stay your tail over there. Listen, mm-hmm. sis said she can leave everything. She can make her own money. She could raise her own cheering. She could do whatever she need to do, but she just can't leave a D alone. And wow. they were saying like, you will sit here and have this, um, these types of talking points but you won't you you can't leave the d alone and so they was talking about having control over yourself and um you know and and you know it it just kind of made me think about the messaging um that some of the mental sphere has as far as it's pertaining to black women and you know it's the same it's the same circumstances and i think um when they're true divesting divestment chicks then you know um the d has to go too and i but she doesn't claim to be a divester so let me just keep that in mind you know she doesn't claim to be a divester but i Mm -hmm. thought it was hilarious because i was like well god damn god damn hold on girl this is my cake lady Uh oh cake lady hey miss shelly Yeah, Michelle, we didn't talk about you. Lord have mercy. She'll get them tomorrow, Michelle. Yeah, uh, I did them. You can see it today. And then she'll get them tomorrow. I, but uh, see, I ain't, I ain't really in that business. Why you got, why you got Miss Shelly on speakerphone? Mute, mute up. Well, I so, okay. yeah. Y'all have to excuse my um, co-host. Well, well, thank you so much, Michelle. Show have Michelle. I'm good though. I ain't gonna. I ain't, I can't. I can't talk too much because ain't nobody making no cake like you. Lord have mercy. We gotta hear her and Michelle whole conversation. She working off them pounds. You see, she ordering that cake though. She ain't gonna put that down. Okay. Well, thank you so much, lady. Yes, ma'am. I ain't gonna ask no more, Michelle. <laughs> Lord have mercy. You know what, UFO Kamikaze? That's a great point. You said you've never met an actual divester in your real life. Um, I don't know if I've now. I have met. I've met black chicks who only deal with um, non-black men. Um, and they're typically, like I said, black men in this space don't like to admit that there is a segment of the population of the black female population that they would not be interested in. But they're like the stiff weave wearing chicks that black men would not give the time of day. Um, very, um, 
you know, into, you know, they kind of wear what I refer to as like Sally Beauty Supply weave or just not what you tradi traditionally see when you, you know, think of African-American women. So there is a segment that are not, um, Black men typically wouldn't be attracted to that only date uh, white men, but I've never really seen any that specifically state that, um, they're divesting from black men or that they have a problem with black men, or maybe they weren't comfortable enough speaking openly about that to me. But I do, I have met women who only date white dudes. Uh, girl, I thought it was going to be like a quick two second conversation. <laughs> Lord, you and Michelle was going on and girl, on. Girl, I've been trying to get my, um, my dad and my stepmother a cake mm -hmm. for about two weeks now oh, and i went okay. to mississippi and paid her for the cakes mm -hmm. and paid her for the shipping and she was supposed to have them damn cakes out two weeks ago <laughs> and then oh, i told my stepmama to be on the lookout i ain't tell her what it was but they're, that's their favorite cake so that's all you. child I and you. i thought it was i thought, I thought she was, was gonna talk you. to you no girl i had mine already Okay, okay, okay. But anywho, <laughs> you and them pound cakes, baby. Um, listen, I gotta bring you one. Um, the next time I come, mm -hmm. um, I go to Mississippi. But what else is tea with with you? Cause honey, I was I was tickled. I was like, damn, they ain't yeah. holding. They wasn't holding back on her either. Clearly, um, sound like they went all the way in. Yes. But um, I don't have too much. The only thing that I wanted to talk about is. I don't know, like, how far would you go for, um, how far would you go or would you allow someone else to go for religion? Like, if your pastor happened to spit in his hand and wipe it on your forehead, but he's being led by the Holy Spirit, would you be okay with it or would you have a problem with it? Yay or nay? Girl, I slapped the shit out of my pastor at church. <laughs> Put Listen, your you Corona written spit on me. That the Holy Spirit led to to you know um, do something that you may find despicable in your physical body, but it's I, for your greater I, I, good. I don't understand that. Like, mm -hmm. imagine somebody trying to rub spit on. Like, I be dodging and whoa, what are you doing? <laughs> I can't even fathom. But like for me. It's even worse for a man to sit there and allow it. Like, how did you not knock that fool out? How did you not knock him out the pool pit? Like, like my just... face is all scrunched up at the thought of that. Like, I'm just, I'm cringing. Like, where are you going? Listen, I don't care what your message is. There is nothing like, I guess he felt thought he was Jesus or I don't know. But there's nothing in me that's going to allow me to be still while you put your nasty freaking spit on my face. Like, I don't bring it nowhere near me. Why you don't got on a mask, as a matter of fact? Yeah, I'm I mean, not gonna but he, if the man was stupid enough to sit there and mm -hmm. let it happen, then, yeah, because ain't no way. I'm like, the, the what? Where where you going with that? No. Nah, listen. I, I, yeah, I wouldn't be able to do it I, 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 at all whatsoever. Um, It just ain't going to work for me. It just makes me cringe at the thought of life. Yeah, <laughs> to be completely honest, um, I ain't even going to lie. I, I lose some, I lose respect for my fiance if he allowed another man to do that. Like, 
real talk, you know, men don't like to hear this type of stuff. But as women, we're human and we do have certain expectations as it relates to the man that is leading us. Um, I'm gonna lose respect for you. You let a man's wife spit all on your forehead. <laughs> like, I, I mean, I'm just gonna, uh, yeah, it's, it's something gonna change. Uh, I, I'm gonna feel some type of way about it. Yeah, I just no, no. That's a that's negative. Yeah, um, hard, hard pass on that one, girl. It should be like mm -hmm. no, no, no. But yeah, girl. Mm -hmm. What else? Cause you didn't even have to bring this shit up. Listen, like, I, I just wanted to know because I know you from the <laughs> south too. So you know, some southern Christians be real deeply rooted in their faith, and you know, they may be with with the mess girl so, now we will let you pop us upside the head in the in the name <laughs> of the lord you know yeah. um you could pop us upside the head yeah, and no, i rebuke you and yeah you know how the people be falling out and then everybody start dancing and running we, around the church and stuff y'all ain't grow up doing that i did i grew up doing that mm -hmm. oh you was pentecostal yeah, you know I was Pentecostal. I grew up in the Pentecostal church, baby. Oh Lord, have mercy. Concrete, did, did you ever pass um, out of speaking tongues? I have, yes, I have. For real? Um, yeah, I have. Uh, I've done both. Yeah, all of that. When I was like religious, before I denounced religion, like I was. Now I grew up Pentecostal, but as an adult, I went to um, not a non-denominational church. So. I have, you know, caught the Holy Spirit and you know, spoken tongues and all of that stuff. Yeah. Um, and I still have a firm, very strong belief in a higher power. I just don't. Girl, they feel said like, you possessed by demons. You know what? Shut up. Um, I'm sorry. Listen, I, I bet you that grandma and mama was shouting and speaking in tongues too. But listen, um, all of that aside, I have a very strong, uh, you know, very strong um connection to my higher power i just don't feel the need to worship in a church or subscribe to religion in order to stay connected to you know what i believe in so that's just yeah me. i wholeheartedly agree with that mm -hmm. i wholeheartedly agree with that but yeah i yeah, know but that. I, 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 you know i, I thought I, you would just be sitting there watching everybody do it but mm -hmm. you wouldn't be doing it you know what I'm saying? i grew up seeing it like yeah, I, I, I absolutely engaged. Were you ever a usher at the church? No, I wasn't an usher, but I was in the choir. Mm. What um, you sing, alto or soprano? None of your, mind your business. That's what I oh, sing. Oh, I bet you sing soprano. No, mind your business. Listen to how deep my voice is, but... Um, Tenor? I, I sang in the choir. That's all you need to know. What's the and secret in it, though? Because I don't want to say... Um, yeah, so yeah, That's I was a deep um, dark secret. You know, my, my, my grandmother was on the motherboard, baby. We didn't Ooh. miss a church service. We did not. I'm talking about Wednesday night, Bible study. Um, we was there for choir rehearsal. We was there like, don't let them have a revival at the church, baby. Oh my God. From the time we got out of school to the time we went to bed, we was at the church. So oh, yeah, mm -hmm. okay. it was real serious child. All right yeah but um that's all i really have i have something but i don't know what's tea on it the only other thing that i had was in reference to meg the stallion so allegedly and i don't know what to believe at this point her and party broke up and there were room it's rumored that they broke up because 
of her temper that when she get drunk she acts a plum fool um and is disrespectful and you know tries to treat the hell out of him and i wanted to know what your thoughts are on that and if that shifts your beliefs about what potentially happened with her and tory lanes if there's truth to the fact that she's a drunk hot mess and she's aggressive when she's drunk i mean i it, it wouldn't surprise me in the slightest um meg does not present herself as an angel um you know she probably was beating up on tori tori a little guy and <laughs> yeah, you have to think about it um shout out to the short guys in our chat when <laughs> i'm kidding <laughs> not really like shout out to y'all but um if you don't have like a little meat on your bones then mm -hmm. women will be trying to um test your masculinity to see mm -hmm. if you're short and sweet because you know you be thinking like short guys are kind of sweet like oh look at him look at your little so baby. is that true do women really try short guys to see what they can get away with because they little and they feel like they can run over them like yes oh yes yes yeah. unless the short guy is mean like a leprechaun then you know we don't really try leprechauns but a lot of women will try if the guy is short and he seems um weak in his frame or whatever mm -hmm. um women will try that just to see if see what they can get away with so um now, yeah but but now ladies let me mm -hmm. let me explain this to you um yeah. the shorter the man the more generous he is Say now y'all don't be out here hitting on short men because then you ain't gonna be able to get none <sighs> So keep in mind, like if he's real short, he's very generous. They tend to be very generous because they I've got a little low, low self-esteem. Short men seem to have that strong Napoleon complex. Like they come in real aggressive, real hard. Don't try me. I don't play games. I don't have tolerate to. this. I don't like, God damn, slow down. They have to because most people will try them and be like, oh, look at that little sugar wugger. Him so sweet. Squeezing his cheeks and shit. You know. <laughs> Patting him on his head. Hey, little guy. <laughs> you know you're wrong. No. To be completely Listen. honest. Oh, God. I... We, we, oh, see, see, you, you about to get them in their feelings. You oh, shit. Fees. I'm waiting for it, but listen, I'm like not that discriminatory when it comes to height, though. Like, you have to be taller than me. I am 5'4.5, so you got to be taller. Oh, you 5'4.5 to me, too. Yeah, but okay. you don't have to be, you know, over six feet. Like, I don't have this crazy height requirement just to ensure that you're taller than me. It's kind of like how I feel. And I've dated men, the shortest guy I've dated was probably like 5'9. Um, but we didn't have a problem. He didn't have a Napoleon complex or anything like that. He was very attractive. So that wasn't like, a, it wasn't a big deal. But um, yeah, I, I don't mind, you know, dating guys that are under six feet. You just can't be shorter than me. That's all. Ain't nothing wrong with that. Nothing yeah. wrong with that at all. Just like y'all won't find chicks that's not chunky and stuff. Y'all entitled to that. Absolutely. They be up in here mad. Okay, you short, but you be, might be the short oh, guy that don't yeah, get fat chicks. Rex arms though. Like I can't do a short guy that got a that can't fit his hands in his pocket. Like, Man, I'm not gonna <laughs> deal with you. They have like oh short limbs that 
that didn't stretch out like I, that I wouldn't be able to do that one. Um, but no, you know, it is what it is. Now, as it relates to Meg, um, I think that it's, it's clear that she's an aggressive drunk. Um, we've heard Damn. that too many. We've heard that one too many times to just kind of let it ride. Now, as it relates to what happened with her and Tori, I don't know. But the fact that there seems to be so much, so many secrets being kept around what happened, I don't think it played out the way that everybody is assuming that it played out. But that's just my thoughts. You know what? Now, being that they're talking about everything going on with Meg now, um, it like her lyrics, the stuff that I've seen her do, um, she seemed like her lyrics, you know, kind of suggest that she ain't the one to play with. So I don't know. She do seem like an aggressive drunk. She ain't the happy drunk. You know, when I get drunk, yeah. I'd be excited to see everybody. I'm excited. I'm excited. Meg get oh, drunk and Meg be ready to fight a nigga. Like, and, and I'm niggas. like very lovey dovey. Like, oh, friend, I love you. Like, oh, annoying. annoying. You ain't the crying yeah. drunk concrete. Not crying, but <laughs> oh, I love you so much, friend. Like, ugh. yeah, it's annoying. Oh. But um, yeah, that's why I don't drink like that, anyways. But when I do, it's 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 a bit annoying. Oh, oh, okay. Okay, yeah. well, no Hennessy for you. <laughs> no no Hennessy to... for me. <laughs> Shout out to Eugene Steele. He says, these preachers have gone so far off the purpose of being on the pulpit. It is ridiculous. They're mm. supposed to be ordained to hold congregates accountable the mm -hmm. way God would. Um, sounds good in theory. You know, it sounds sounds wonderful. I I just don't think that's what's popping in the church nowadays. You know, mm -hmm. um, church really used to be a place, but it seems like uh, and with me, I like older churches. Mm -hmm. I don't really like like the new age stuff. I don't really prefer younger pastors at all. Oh, okay. Like, give me give me somebody who didn't had all the badge they can have. Uh -huh. um, <laughs> That still ain't tempted, temp, you know, um, tempted by the, uh, tempted to go wayward. You know, I, I need him. I need uh, Reverend. I don't necessarily uh, have to have an old pastor. Like the I church, do. like my church home, like I had a woman pastor, like, but my church home in Georgia, the church that I went to when I first relocated here, it was kind of like a mid-size, it was like almost a mega church. Like it was pretty big. Like we had an overflow sanctuary. We had multiple services to ensure that everybody was able to get the word. Um, and it was a young pastor, but, and it was non-denominational, but I liked the setup because it was set up like college courses. When you first joined, you were like in like class 101 where, you know, we're talking about the, it was like an introductory class. Like I liked the setup. It was very bougie. <laughs> And I, I, yeah. I enjoyed it, but come to find out the pastor ended up impregnating one of the parishioners mm. and now the church closed down. So, you know. Yeah. And I, I guess that that's the thing with me. Um, mm -hmm. I prefer um, smaller churches to where you don't ha have to get an appointment to meet with the pastor. Yeah. The pastor yeah, generally right. knows everybody that comes in the yeah. church. They have um, a decent relationship with mm -hmm. uh, with everybody. You know, like I, I prefer it like that. Mm -hmm. Um, because I've, I've been in churches to where you had to make an appointment to talk to the pastor and then you had to oh, go yeah. to the pastor or, yeah. or um, whatever. One of his assistants. Like our pastor had yeah. multiple assistant pastors that you probably end up dealing with. 
Yeah, and it, it, it didn't to me. It didn't feel personal. Very impersonal. Yeah, you're yeah. Right. And mm -hmm. so I, I kind of like the church to where the pastors actually involved in the community and they're doing yeah. the work. And you know, I really don't want him to be um, like a reverend, make me rich. Like I don't really like. No, I really I don't like big church. Well, I, I don't like big church. To, to to on on these missionary trips to Africa and paying for this, <laughs> doing and a missionary on the missionary. I mean, he, he he was allegedly going to Africa. But I wanted to ask you one more quick thing. So, did you also hear that Mike Todd was essentially like saying that um, DV is not a reason to leave a marriage? That if if you're being abused, that's not reason enough to leave. Yeah, I, I didn't hear like that, but that is very, very, very interesting. Mm -hmm. Um, mm -hmm. and it's interesting from the standpoint of when people take vows, um, you know, vows tend to be one thing, people tend to do another. Um, when you get with somebody, <clears throat> and if you take vows under um, like church vows or whatever, your vows are supposed to be for richer, for poor, for better, or for worse. Um, now, I think the Bible does preach against domestic violence and infidelity, right? Um, definitely, it preaches against infidelity. Um, I don't know about DV. I really need to um, ask my fiance. He studied the Bible, the Quran, child. All yeah, because I, I really long. couldn't tell you What's about um, DV Let either. Let me ask him real quick. <laughs> <laughs> right. Let us know. Because I really don't know. Does the Bible preach against domestic violence? And then if you think about a real live patriarch, um, I don't know of many patriarchs that exist. Mm, no, it doesn't speak against DV. Mm. Um, it, it's it's actually permitted in the Bible. Yeah, and um, what I'm sitting here saying is I don't know um, many patriarchs that exist without domestic violence. And so, um, yeah, I mm, it's an interesting, it's, it's interesting. Um, yeah, I don't know. I don't know, child. No. I see a lot of women who um, stay in those types of relationships. I've seen women go through that like time and time again, and they ain't going nowhere. Like they sit up there and tell you, "Mind your damn business." What mm -hmm. they do in their marriage ain't your business. You worry about your own man. And so, no, I don't know. Now, okay, so. um okay so although it because it, you know back then like women were still viewed as property so it's going to be completely different than you know how we operate today i think that it's anachronistic for us to examine the bible through our lens today we're supposed mm -hmm. we've supposedly evolved and we're a more sophisticated and advanced people so even though it might have been permissible in the bible when women didn't have the same rights that they do today when women weren't seen as equal to men or you know as valuable as men um, I think that, you know, it's, it's, it's kind of uh, unfair for us to judge based off of the system that we operate under today. Despite that, though, knowing all that we know, being an advanced people, um, 
I think that it is completely a, a complete violation for a husband to have to, to, to lay his hands on his wife. Like my fiance is my protector. If he then goes and assaults me for whatever reason, I don't have that trust in him to protect me. He is now the person that I need protection from. So I personally don't get down with that, but I, I, you know, wouldn't, you know, also never put my hands on him either. Um, so what if never... it came down to the domestic discipline? Because we've heard of that concept, um, mm -hmm. especially being in this space, we've Absolutely. heard of that concept more than one time. What do you think in that regard? So as it relates to domestic discipline and this, that is something that is um, permissible in the Muslim faith. And my fiance's original basis for his faith system is, is Muslim, you know, it's Islam. Um, so I know that that's the thing that's permissible within the uh, Muslim faith and the Muslim faith, the book that a lot of people don't realize this, but they operate from the Bible, from the Quran, which derived from the Bible. Um, personally, um, I think that for a man, if you get to the point where domestic discipline is, is needed, then the relationship is over. And I think for a black man, it would behoove you to choose wisely. It, am I going to employ domestic discipline um, in this situation? And, and I know by doing that, the relationship is over. Or should I just choose to walk away and ensure that my freedom is going to be intact and not put my hands on it? I think you bring about some really, really, really great points. Some really great points. Um, I don't know, because you do have some people that have, um, and people within domestic disciplined relationships tend to speak very highly of them. Um, you know, and I, and I guess it's just the thing of dis different strokes for different folks, but you do have some people involved in those type of relationships and those relationships tend to be um, successful. Like the person doesn't leave, the, the woman still feels protected. Um, and you know, like some of the things you spoke of. So I, I think that's really, really interesting. Cause you know, I just, I couldn't imagine somebody just whooping my ass and then I'm just like, let me go get dinner ready. Da -da 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 -da. You know, I, I, I couldn't imagine it myself, but, um, yeah, you, you'll have some women that, um, condone it and co-sign it. And, you know, I've, I haven't been in a situation to where like I was in a situation like that and I stayed so i don't know i i just i couldn't see it happening I, it's not for me you good concrete yeah i'm sorry i didn't even realize i didn't have my um computer plugged in and it shut down on me so i'm restarting it while i am using my phone just for a second but um i heard the the basis of what you said and i you know i think that we're in agreement for the most part um but what do you feel about, you know, people who do you think that it's a reason to leave the relationship? I can't say because what may be um, a cause of concern for some may not be a cause of concern for me. Um, like, I don't know, you know, and, and it's not a thing that I can necessarily call out 
and say, you know, I would definitely leave if this happened or I would definitely leave if that happened. And then when you're in the confines of a marriage, um, you have basically um, merged your lives together into one and you've um, started college funds and you've got stocks and you've got bills together and you're raising kids together and this that and the third and you know I can see why it would be hard for a woman to leave in that situation but like I can't say what I would do in those situations like I, I don't know I don't know and I so mm -hmm. then being that I'm newly married like I'm newly married that's not really a thing I can call you know if you go and talk to um like older black women and you talk to older black women about marriage a lot of those ladies have been through some shit if they've been married for about 50 years you can guarantee they've been through some shit so i don't know i don't know i don't know i, I feel you and to be completely honest you know we can we can speculate on how we'll handle the situation, but you don't know until you're in that situation. But even for a woman who is, you know, a short time out from um, marrying the my, my partner, um, I think that it's okay to have some hard no's. Um, to be completely honest, I have a very successful career. Um, for me, there are some things that just like I, I just I'm not willing to tolerate in any situation. And I will walk away from the marriage and forego anything that, you know, we've built together and rebuild it again. Like I, that, that's the optimist in me. Um, I've never had a problem rebounding or bouncing back. And, you know, like I said, my, my skill set is something that will always be mine. Um, but uh, you know, to your point, um, you don't necessarily know how you'll handle certain situations until you're in those situations. And I'm speaking from a place that like, I, I just can't imagine, you know, first of all, my fiance's the physical strength compared to my physical strength. Like there is really no comparison. Like he's 10 times stronger than I am. And really and truly, when he raises his voice, it's enough for me to be like, okay, let me calm the hell down and back up and reassess the situation because like, it wouldn't take that. I have this very, because like I, I grew up being like a daddy's girl, that's all my daddy had to do was like yell at me. And I'm still like, when it comes to men, I don't like push the boundaries and like disrespect them. So I can't even fathom my partner putting his hands on me because I'm not the type of person that's in your face and MF this and like I'm just not gonna do that and I'm certainly not gonna assault yeah like I can't do all that yelling and cursing at me no. that but that's one thing that um um kind of springs my PTSD into action like I get mm -hmm. real nervous yeah. I'm I'm nervous as a person anyway mm -hmm. but all that screaming and hollering at me I, I couldn't do I, I pro you probably could beat my ass before you can scream and holler at me and and that's yeah i'm you know. so sensitive like i'm very very sensitive like ooh, it's too sensitive so it just wouldn't even take all of that but I, you know I, and i i just i've seen too many situations to be completely honest i know of a number of personal situations very very close to me where women that i love were in abusive relationships like seriously my cousin like she ain't listening to this, but my cousin, who's also my best friend, um, like from the time she was 13, very first boyfriend, um, 
shot someone in a cab outside of her house in the head and her boy, you know, they, her family walked out and seen that, uh, her, she was in an abusive relationship with her, um, son's father. And, um, it resulted in, she, um, like stole some stuff out of his, like her front, some furniture that he purchased out of his house and like tried to hurry up and move it out before he got wind of it. He knew where she was going to her mom's house, went there, shot her sister nine times. Her sister's been on like Oprah and all Damn. these other shows, um, shot her brother four times and, you know, shot up the house. Like, it's just, I've seen too many situations like go down really, really bad. And to be completely honest, like he, I would have never guessed that he would go there. And so I just don't play when it comes to domestic violence. Mm -hmm. For me, it wouldn't take you putting your hands on me. Like you could check me real hard without, with just opening your mouth. So I don't know. I just wouldn't be able to tolerate it. I don't know. Um, because I think you have, I don't know. Cause and, and the, the whole thing is, I don't want to say, well, you got it by category and you have it by this thing. And, and that thing, you just don't know um what a person is going through and like how that affects people you you don't know and and so i don't want to sit here and act like it's something that i condone but um knowing right, black we ain't women, on our ari, ari time at all right 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 but knowing some of the women that i know and how some women really get down when it's all said and done I do know women that'll sit there and pop it off and sit there and play victim too. Mm -hmm. So, you know, it, it's just one of those things. And I, I can't say what's good for you wouldn't be good for me or you you should do yada, 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 blah, blah, blah. And you should be out. I, I can't tell you what'd be good for you because you um, may be at a point of toxicity to where you will slap you a dude upside the head and call it a day. You might be at that point. I can't tell you what to do. I can't tell anybody what to do um in that situation but yeah are you ready yeah, let's let's get off into the topic off. that was heavier than i anticipated girl um, yeah, was heavy why you bringing that shit up God. you know what but it was good to talk about like I, you know sometimes like you don't even think about these things so being able to talk about it i was processing while we were talking about it and i thought that that was a beneficial conversation for me personally but as it relates to this topic oh no because no. you got me feeling some type of way and it's like no. um yeah, that was heavy as hell. Don't bring up that shit. Um, it's not even something that I ever thought about. Like literally, I just can't. I've never ever felt the safety and security that I feel with my fiance. So having to that turn completely around and him be the person that I feel I need protecting from, I just can't. I could. I've never thought about it. So this conversation helped me to be like, dang, no, that, that is a I really weird concept. That that's a really weird concept to think yeah. about. Like somebody you love so deeply and them hurting. Like that's a heavy ass yeah. concept. It is. It is. But nonetheless, about this topic, though, sis, mm. black man. What's your contingency plan? Not your, yo contingency yo plan. Yo contingency <laughs> plan. What it is. You know, I'm, I'm country. Um, because as we know, in this space, women have been called to task and asked what's their contingency plan. On our panel, we've had a certain content creator ask, so what's the black woman's contingency plan? And recent turn of events have caused us to question what is the black man's contingency plan and to push back and say maybe that's something that you guys need to be thinking about more as opposed to worrying about what the black woman's contingency mm. plan it's it's kind of clear that 
some of y'all haven't thought out your contingency plans. Baby, so, they ain't thought about right. nothing. They trying to say they gonna depend on these nurses. These yeah. nurses ain't got nothing for them. The nurses saying they mm -hmm. quitting or they gonna up the price on y'all ass. Um, then y'all y'all done dog see post CNAs out. Um, but the day of the CNA is coming for you niggas. Um, CNAs are saying that they out. Y'all talking about importing these hoes from overseas. They making you niggas pay extra. They say they gonna need a brand new house. She ain't moving into the shack. She ain't living at your mama house. And speaking of living hey, at your mama hey. house, it's a lot of you niggas back at your mama house. Y'all got to stop <laughs> fucking tripping. Anyway. Um, they said that they need extra money. They gonna need a nice ride. They ain't um wiping your ass for the free no more. Mm -hmm. Um, the whole thing is y'all think y'all gonna crowd around a nursing home and y'all gonna be all up in there having spades parties and shit. Mm -hmm. Homegirls are saying they ain't gonna be there. Figure it out. Black women say they gonna they becoming nurses to take care of other black women, not black oh. men. Ooh. Now what? What y'all gonna do? <laughs> Listen, you know what? You bring about some interesting points. <laughs> the fact is, I have heard men in this space say, oh, I already got it planned. I'm gonna get me two sexy nurses to give me sponge baths three times a day and fill me up. And they're gonna <laughs> seal my wallet and run out and buy what they want on my dime. Like, uh, yeah, in theory, that sounds good, but be realistic. First of all, they are like, being realistic. These guys not, are not really looking cost? at the plan. They ain't really exactly. looking at that's, it. That's the problem. Do you know the cost of hiring your own private nurse, especially if you want one for 24 hours a day? Like the cost of getting old is incredibly expensive. I read an article once about a man who had ran the numbers and said that he planned to retire at a Holiday Inn as opposed to going to a nursing home because it was cheaper. It is expensive wow. as heck to get that type of direct care. And imagine in a nursing home, a nurse is taking care of 14, 15 other patients. You're expecting for a private nurse to be on call and on demand at your whim. And even if she were, it would be unethical and she could have her license taken if she were to do some of the things that you guys are imagining this these women are gonna do so Listen, come on like seriously. they are um they they really think that okay so you let's 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 keep let's break this down now mm -hmm. so you have covid that just came and mm -hmm. then set the whole damn world on fire yep. right you have people actually firing these people because whatever reasons whatever reasons they getting fired um, a lot of them are starting their own private practice, underground practices, whatever, whatever. Mm -hmm. At some point, you're going to have to come back to the table of those type of women. Um, you know, when you when you hear about black men and you they talking about what the plan is and they they shitting on black women. Oh, mm -hmm. y'all gonna die alone. Y'all mm -hmm. ain't got nobody. Y'all mm -hmm. had all these damn kids, but y'all alone. Well, yep. a lot of you niggas then left the kids and then y'all ain't got nobody either. And so or never tea? married and never partnered with someone because you think you invincible. You think that, you know, you are going to be able to take Cialis for the rest of your life and baby you know, be hard for and, no and reason. Prostitutes. But you taking that Cialis just to just to play with yourself, child. And 
Danny, you've highlighted a very interesting point. I can't tell you how many um, nurses I know. I know some CNAs too, but um, the health field has also been set ablaze. Like you can barely find a nurse to do hmm. direct care because all of them are doing traveling. These traveling nursing jobs are paying them $250 an hour. Are that you part. going to pay a nurse $250 an hour to sponge bath you three times a day? I think not. If you plan on doing that, you better be putting away a hell of a coin because um, the average person will not be able to afford that. Literally, we just saw one of the forefathers of thought uh, of, of thought that's used in this space pass away with no contingency plan in place and literally his sister having to take out a GoFundMe for him and mm. in hopes to get a few extra coins so that she could also care for his brothers who are also now in nursing homes. This man was, you know, in his 60s. I'm sure he didn't anticipate passing away, but you never know when it's going to be your time. So do you have a plan in place? Do you have, um, you know, final expense insurance? Do you have someone that's going to take care of, you know, your affairs should something happen do you have an accountant do you have a 401k or a pension plan do you have any of these things or are you just leaving it up to chance the problem is even if you get a man and they have the 401k and a pension mm -hmm. plan you also have to take into consideration on how some of this shit will come back to roost right so you have uh if you're not able to get Maria over here with a passport or mm. get uh Conda Conda Looney um from Mexico mm -hmm. and you can pay her 50 cents on the dollar. Um the women that are in nursing school there's so many uh black women in nursing school and trying to graduate nursing school now. So many. So many. Um I don't think that y'all really take into consideration that the, uh, not only will things have to come home to roost for black women who are alone, um, black women do have their kids to rely on. Um, most black men, uh, the, isn't the majority of black men childless? Yeah, that's their that's their claim to fame. And uh, kick seventy percent no, um, of them are obese. Mm -hmm. Um, the majority of them die from heart disease. Correct. Yeah, that's the allegation. Um, Black Wizard, uh, government and, uh, jobs still have pension plans, but you're right, Danny. Um, but as it relates to black women, because there's always this concern about what are black women going to do, I did quite a bit of research, and mm. we like to talk about black women are the most enrolled but not the most agreed as it relates to black people. Um, black women have 66% of the degrees that are being awarded for associate's degrees are going to black women, and associates includes nursing, so those going into the nursing field, 63% of black women or 63 percent of the degrees that are awarded for bachelors are going to black women 71 percent of phd or no not phds master's degrees are being awarded to black women um in addition we I just there was a new information that came out that showed that single mothers is the fastest growing group of homeowners Black mm. women gonna be alright. Like they, they literally have a better chance of being okay than black men, from what I see. As you guys point out often, the kids generally are going to um, favor or side with mom. They're like, this mm. is mom's house, despite the fact that dad is paying the pension. Even in you know situations where 
or, or in those situations where the parents have split or in those situations where you don't have a child, are you expecting your nieces and nephews to take care of you? Are you expecting, you know, are you hoping that you'll pass away before your mom will pass away? Because that's probably the only person, the only woman in your life that's going to be willing to pick up the pieces. Child, let me read these super chats real quick because I'm about to get on y'all ass again. Shout out to Gabe A. He says they don't have one. No wife, no kids, no money. Just pumping and dumping until mm -hmm. someone opens up a GoFundMe to bury your dumb ass. Oh, I mean to bury them. Sorry, I be getting carried away on y'all. That's you and Listen. Gabe, baby. Uh-uh. <laughs> Listen. Um, shout out to Gabe A again. Gabe be coming through. Gabe say no one, you know, young woman is gonna take care of a grumpy, <laughs> nasty, raggedy ass, grumpy red pill rager. You rage on a young healthcare worker, and you'll probably become a victim of elder abuse. Uh, since slapping your ass upside the head, they TikToking about it too. What's that bad but why did I think Gabe A said a grumpy um old red pill Roger? <laughs> you gonna stay off Roger. Lord, you gonna get off head. my brother. Shout out to Big Truck. Um, he says black women hold more student loan debt. That's mm. true. That's he a told fact. Your ass. I, uh, don't no, no lie about that. Then, you know, I'm sitting here looking at Kit Clouds and oh, you trying to scare black women into black oh men into marrying God. black women. Look, y'all ain't got to get married to no damn body because we can't scare black women into marrying y'all ass either. They the ones that, that really don't want to get married to y'all. It's not the other way around. They have no desire. Hmm. Like, you, you, good luck finding one that want to marry your tail. But um, I, I think that, like, just kind of um, the fact that for black men, you guys are constantly concerned and worried about what black women are doing and and wanting to kind of fear monger you know by pushing this this notion that black women are going to grow old alone which a lot of them are saying well that sounds peaceful you know and a lot of them are going to you know not have a plan or not know what to do once they become retirement age but that, that black men seem to be in that same boat like you guys are in the boat with us however criticizing us because we're rowing on one side and you're rowing on the other that part you should be concerned two, two about coins on the same two coins on uh, two sides of the same coin absolutely you guys you got the most shit to talk uh, that's what I'm saying. Like, like your ass gonna be sitting up in a lap of luxury with five maids waiting on you hand and foot giving you sponge baths and spe feeding your mm -hmm. ignorant ass jello all day while that you watch General <laughs> Hospital. Child, Listen, please. That is, that is the way that they present it. Oh, we don't have anything to worry about. We good. We good. We gonna have, you know, a few um you know wet nurses that's gonna take care of us and we you know we gonna have a you know a nice home that we're living in like you are, i don't think that that's going to be the case for most black men and i'm saying to well you, now, like, you know what uh, i ain't gotta deal with you you raggedy black bitches i can go over to mexico and i can go stay in mexico Listen, they trying to get over here. So, yeah, go ahead. See Listen, how that work out for you. Y'all ain't going to have no running water. Listen, <laughs> and you know how they don't play about health care. Mexico, they will literally hold you hostage if you don't have the cash for any kind of health care <laughs> procedure that's done. Seriously. Listen, Kit so Cloud talking sweet. about you got a feminist comedy show over here, child. He is not going today. He <laughs> oh, on your wow. ass. No, he didn't say a feminist comedy show. 
comedy show. That dude is a whole <laughs> clown out in these streets. Mm-hmm. Wait, shout out to Mr. Z, Black in Effect, or Black Effect, Black in Effect. Yeah, I said that right. Okay. He said, face it, many Xers, Millennials, and Gen Zers are going to die alone or going to die with no spouse, no children, and maybe no friends. Mm. Remember, the birth marriage rate is down. Um, y'all keep well, trying to point out what, what's going to happen. They said they're going to live together. Black women said they're going to get a, a big house together. What y'all going to do, though? Uh, hmm. be, be the bachelors. Uh, <laughs> the grumpy <laughs> old men. Listen, That's what's going to happen. Listen, they, and, the and other... then you know how, how the uh, fathers be coming back after they sons be making it to the pro teams and then the father oh, be yeah. like, hey, I was here. Mm-hmm. They're going to be trying to do that with them damn kids and them kids going to be like, I'ma leave me you. alone, nigga. I don't <laughs> know you. you what their fate is. Their favorite liquor store that they go to every Saturday night to get their bottles, they gonna have a can on the counter with their face plastered on it trying to collect a few shekels for them once they pass away or go to a nursing home and don't have enough money to, 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 to make it work. That's what's going to happen. I am predicting the future for some of you fools. I'm waiting on the medical nurses, mm-hmm. the healthcare nurses mm-hmm. um, to go private and when they go private you can get ready for the prices to raise up on your ass. Um, Healthcare I, is about to be not about to be affordable hmm. because there's no way that you can pay these people for two plus years, $250 an hour. CNA is now making 30, 40, $50 an hour and then go back down to paying them $9 an hour. That's not going to work. So y'all better get y'all money up. A shout out to Mr. Z. He was like, he says, I was talking about both men and women. New normal. Um, Mr. Z, you absolutely positively have a point. Um, but it's so many men and men will get on this Internet and they talking all this shit about black women and what black women going to do and how black women ain't going to be shit. And, you know, um, the Mr. Government coming after black women and right. um, the government going to get these black bitches and they going and everybody's going to rejoice. And then you got Kevin over here talking about winter is coming. Winter is coming for all y'all asses. If y'all ain't paired up, if you don't have the uh, funds, winter is coming for all y'all asses. I know it was cold for some of y'all. We ain't read per- Perfect Blackness's uh, comment. Uh, oh, child, um, I took uh straight yeah. wind past his. I'm so sorry, Perfect Blackness. Mm-hmm. Thank you. He Ooh. says black men don't need a contingency plan because we are the contingency plan. Well, men die earlier than women and men are less likely to go and go to the doctor and get checked up and see if anything is going on. And that that, that sounds nice in theory, too. Uh, child, they, 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 what, what y'all gonna get bunk beds? Shout out to MOT. Um, MOT had this saying about bunk beds and taking on people and putting them up in bunk beds and shit. Y'all gonna be in bunk beds and stuff. What y'all gonna do? What y'all gonna do? So, so then if y'all don't need a plan, look, look, see, Kit Cloud, this is my whole, my whole thing. See, Kit Cloud is ignorant. Y'all will sit over here and talk about what, um, you know, the black woman dying alone and don't nobody love her and she can only love herself and she, she need to bow down to y'all and she's, she didn't, she didn't basically tell you to kiss her ass. She ain't bound to shit. She didn't told you to kiss her ass. Um, she don't care if she die alone either. So like, what, mm-hmm. why do y'all be bringing up that point? Um, and that's a, that's a point that y'all like to reiterate and reiterate mm-hmm. over in this space. Winter is coming. Y'all, y'all was mm-hmm. on that heavy. Kick Cloud, the whole Cloud, Manosphere was talking about winter is coming. Don't start this facts. shit. 
for him to say, um, so why do we need a plan if we're going to die anyway? Like, that's kind of flawed thinking because you still need a plan. Like, what if you're sick up until the point that you die? What if you're sick for five years? Are you supposed to live on the streets? Like, what if, um, and even even after you pass on, like, who's supposed to take care of your affairs? The you same black women that they shit it on. Right. Are you leaving your, your uh, any kind of assets that you have to daddy government and letting him have it all? I mean, like, what's tea? And or like also uh, what, who's supposed to bury you? Like literally to cremate you, you have to have something like, I mean, it's not free or you want to be thrown in a mass grave with all the other bodies out there that people couldn't afford to bury. You still need a plan in place. Pretty much. But, you know, um, everything is. um pointing the finger at the other side but not really looking out for yourself as much shit as y'all can get on here and talk about um our race of women y'all need to hold that mirror up to your damn face and ask yourself these same goddamn questions that y'all asking of everybody else ask them same damn questions to you you. ask them same questions to your brother you are your brother's keeper Mm -hmm. ask them same questions to your brother does your brother have a will who's gonna who's gonna set shit up for him um Who's going to take care of him if, if if you get sick? Is your wife going to go over there and sit over with Mr. Larry uh, 10 times a day, making mm-hmm. sure his ass is clean when he shits in his diaper in the middle of the night? <laughs> who's going to go wipe Listen, that shit who up? who's going to be dumping that urinal? Like, please tell me. I mean, who going who gonna to get your teeth out the bathroom for you to put in your mouth? Like, these are things that you need to be concerned about. Like, come on. <laughs> you know, more, most, most people, um, you know, they, they're going to live for some time once their body starts to decline and their physical health is no longer what it once was. Like, you, you, these are things that you need to consider. Who's going to, um, you know, who's going to pay for your walker? Who's going to pay for you to your wheelchair? Who, like, there are, you are going to have needs that you'll need paid for. Are you just going to, rely on daddy government like are you going to rely on any kind of medicaid or any kind of assistance that you can get from you know your state funded programs like let me know because if that's the case i mean if y'all literally doing it the same way that y'all say black women are doing it that's fine just admit that right shout out to dane c he says hey sister g in concrete he says black women aren't happy single seeing how they have flocked to dating apps well uh you guys have you guys are on the dating apps too um and then y'all getting passed over for the finer guys like if if, you know if you on a dating app and you ain't fine they look looking over your ass left and right what's up black men be on like six seven of them trying to get lucky where they can so i mean you know it's both i think you know of course not all black women no longer desire to date and are comfortable being single but um it seems as though there's a growing number of black women who are and that doesn't mean that they won't hook up with a black man and you know take care of business and or um you know find a someone outside of you know an african-american man to date but i don't think that they're that's their main focus wait a minute you don't think black men are on dating apps high in numbers what stop stop it okay 
Okay. If y'all ain't on the dating apps high in numbers, y'all looking for them call girls high in numbers. It's one or the other one uh, or the other because a lot of y'all are not getting any ass. We know this. We know less and less people are having sex nowadays. We know that it's easier for a woman to get laid than it is for a man. Y'all gonna have to come to the table on one of these now. Y'all ain't y'all ain't looking for no ass now. That's what you saying. Y'all somewhere looking for some ass. Come on. Mm. They be killing me. Mm-hmm. Well, we ain't on the date naps. Well, y'all hey, calling man. up all of them <laughs> call girls. They don't even want to do it with black men. Y'all want all the money. Y'all want y'all money worth. How you think black men are? How do you think black men know black women on there? They on there. They on there. They on Facebook. They on every social media app trying to hook up with chicks. Come on now. Any Listen. avenue that's available for man to get with woman, please believe that they're going to be active in high numbers in uh, on those um uh platforms baby uh lurking looking uh following every goddamn thing the black mm-hmm. woman say if the bitch say boo they reporting on it mm-hmm. y'all y'all need some ass that's what mm-hmm. y'all need y'all need some ass everybody on apps we know we know we know y'all on there mm-hmm. we know that i'm gonna drop this damn link don't bring y'all ass up here crying there don't don't Listen, come up they here. about to come up here. Kid Clouds, come up here because you're talking too much crap in in the uh in the chat. Talking about all all talk, no evidence, yawn. Like we've laid out some very concrete facts. You guys really want to ignore the fact that black men don't have a contingency plan and black men <laughs> don't need to put one in place. Like uh-huh. no, like this is bothersome to me. I get frustrated when I'm met with ignorance. We just saw a prime example of the import of why it's important for black men to develop a contingency plan. That like part. literally, is that what you want to become of your legacy too? Dang, um, he was always on the internet, popping ish, talking about black women, yet didn't have a pot to piss in or a window to throw it out of when he passed away. So black women had to put together a black woman had to put together a GoFundMe in order to bury him and give him a decent memorial. Like, is that what you want your legacy to be? Come on. Yeah, that, they don't care about a legacy because they saying that they gonna be dead and they ain't gonna have to worry about it no more. That's so you sad. know that's their the contingency only, plan. But black women are not allowed to just it. die and be alone. Right. But that's why they should care about it because you will be dead. So the only thing that you have left is your reputation and the work you put in while you were on this earth. Part of that work is developing a contingency plan and making sure that things are in line for when you, you know, um, go on to the other side. But they don't have to do that. It's only on black women to make sure that they die um, and, and they go out in style and everybody comes together and, and have a big funeral. You know, they're only worried when black women um, don't do that. Not when not when they ain't got a pot to piss in or a window to throw it out of and somebody got to yeah. bury their ass in a pine box, even if they can mm-hmm. get that, because now they just cremate niggas. Yeah. Period. Listen, now they won't cremate you. Like, you got to have $1,200 to be cremated. They throw you in the mass graves, I'm telling you. Throw Ooh. you to the side until they get 90 other bodies to put you in the grave with. Like, how how crazy is that? You, you like, the thing is, I'm, I, you know, you not caring. That means they can do whatever they want with your body. I guess your spirit is already um, transcended. Um, but, uh, you know, steal your organs, do whatever. And, you know, it's nothing to be concerned of. But just know that that is part of your legacy. The fact that you didn't handle business, that you was all cap on the Internet talking about all the things you were doing, all the moves you was making. You were Girl, they making nothing. moves. They, they buying crypto. Allegedly, if you <laughs> buy enough crypto, 
got to make sure that you can get married. Crypto. That's fun. That's a good one. God damn, that's fun. Yeah. That's a good one. That's a good one. Mm. Big truck. Good evening, ladies. Good, big truck. I, I got to say, I got to say, this is a really, really good question that you guys got. So, okay, as far as my contingency plan, just like I, I said in that chat, okay, so pension plan, I own already one of my houses, and I'm planning on buying a third one. The second one, I just got tenants uh, renting out and everything, so I already own one. Um, as far as you talking about being buried and stuff, during COVID, I guess it scared the shit out of all of my relatives. So what they decided to do was they decided to go to, there's a cemetery we use called Pine Lawn, and that's where they're, that's where my grandparents and pretty much all my family is buried out here in Long Island, right? So it was like $8,000 to secure a plot and all that. And then with, you know, um, the insurance and this, that, and other, we, we basically prepaid our own funerals. The only thing that actually worries me is that, because that, you know, I've gone to some funerals where it gets like ghetto-ish. I, I don't want to, where you know how somebody will be saying something that you, you know, if you were alive, you'd probably, kill them right there on the spot mm -hmm. or, or they invite people who shouldn't be there or people come and but I don't really have to worry about that but all I'm saying is it's like I think people damn near need to write their own eulogy for one so that this way there can be no fuck ups not only that you got to make sure your your flowers and everything you basically got to write your own funeral now so all I'm saying I got the stocks and investment not crypto I don't do crypto that's that's garbage it's gambling so I have real stocks, dividend payers. Mm. When I get older, I got my pension. House is already paid for. The second house will be paid for. The third one will eventually be paid for because we got rock bottom interest rates. So my only thing is, when you're talking about those aspects, you don't necessarily need a wife or a husband to handle those aspects of uh, laying you to rest and all that. You're right. You're right. You basically, if you prepay. Because everybody in my family, we did the, uh, what was it called? Uh, financial I said expense. get final expense. We're, we're not pushing man, go marry someone. No, I, no, no. We're I'm just saying, I, no, I, didn't say, I didn't say you were. I'm just saying okay. in general, just because just you probably got some of these dudes scared. So I'm just saying, <laughs> if you prepay your uh, all of your final resting stuff, all of that gets yeah. dealt get with. final expense insurance. You can actually get now, a policy where you lay out how you right. want everything. Done. Yeah, yeah. But, no, hold on, hold on, hold on. Wait, wait, wait a minute. We're going to do one at a time. One, one second. Um, What I was going to say was the one thing that does annoy me, like this is something I basically picked up from my uncle. Now, he's 55. He married this Dominican chick um, back in 2011. And I remember one of the things he said. He was like, you know, if I had a baby tonight, I probably wouldn't live to see this kid turn like 30 or something. And the thing about it is that's the real problem that I see with the dudes who are, whether you're married or not, but don't have children. Because when you get old and all of that, you know, that, that breakdown of your body catches up with you. Cause I know even with my father, I got to cart this dude around sometimes. Like I got to go pick him up and I got to take him places cause he doesn't even want to drive you know, by himself anymore. Mm. So my thing is, it's like, you almost damn near have to have kids just to make sure that they can reach adulthood, you know, 
your kids will end up being the ones to ferry your ass around to the doctor and the dentist and all that stuff and wait for you outside. However, whether you have that or not, we still have ride share services. We still have all of these services. We have that assisted costs. living. So if you've got the money, it, it, it may be lonely, but the thing about it is as long as you have the money, you can still get by, but you'll save a lot of money if you have family that can take care of you. Yeah. You'd be able Absolutely. to live a better quality of life if you have a family member that's able to take care of you. But so these people, the people in this space are pushing or are anti-family, but also do they got their coins together though? Like that's the other part of it. Like we're saying, we're not saying that your plan has to be one way or the other. We're not saying that your plan has to be ensuring that you run out and get a family. And we never said that your family should be with a black woman. Um, but you should have some plan in place. And that, and if your finances are in order, um, you know, that that's not, that won't be difficult for you to do. Absolutely. Um, let, let me go and say this. Well, you know Big what? Jay, well, go ahead, Big J, because Gaston was up here first. Oh, go oh, ahead. I'm sorry. Go ahead. No, go sorry. ahead, brother. You can talk. No, 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 no. You go ahead, my brother. Go ahead. I don't want you to lose your train of thought. No, I can't. No, no, I no. I'm no, no. You, you go ahead and talk. Go ahead and talk. All right. So, I, <laughs> um, I, I think it's interesting. So, I'll ask you a question first uh, about a contingency plan. Uh, as you know, I'm a veteran, and so I've already uh, put things in place. You know, if you know untimely things occur. Um, but I know that there's a lot of men who unfortunately aren't taking the proper steps to make sure that they're, they're uh, prepared just in case something happens. I just, I think that a lot of this conversation was more y'all on one. And let me just say that real quick. Y'all, y'all, uh, <laughs> y'all came with that shit tonight. Then y'all like, oh, these niggas gonna hear us tonight. Well, <laughs> Listen, I be sitting over here like, oh, Concrete, do you really think we should say that? And she be oh, like, shit. say it, bitch. And I, I just be like, okay, okay. Listen, I just work here. Oh. <laughs> She lies. You know she the meanwhile, CEO. Meanwhile, she she run the stream yard. Listen, <laughs> that's not the. I just work here. <laughs> Listen, I do exactly what I'm told. She tells oh. me to drop the link. I'm just she okay. a lie. Look, I was like, I you, you don't people... think this is a dangerous topic? She be like, what? <laughs> I, okay, girl. These niggas ain't gonna do shit. Look, but that's oh. how she be. That's you, Sister George. Uh, I feel like a lot of times, uh, a lot of people are prepared right and sometimes it takes that shock to the system let me scare the shit out your ass that you know you at least do something and i think that's what this space was birthed from and and yeah there's a lot of niggas speaking that's not you know they are for, like we saw it right that you know one of the main people speaking wasn't ready so yeah uh if you know if you're a man and you know you got a voice in this space or you got a voice period and you think that you know only women are the ones who are fucking up. That's not true. And I and I never say that it's all on women. It's on all of us. And so, yeah, I mean, y'all might have said a lot of wild shit. Y'all said some wild shit. I, it was so much stuff that I was like, what? We have to. Gotta, we got to do that shock factor in order to, because that's the only way black people pay attention. You got to like, say something crazy. Right. I'm about to start saying crazy shit on my channel. But look. I'm just saying. Look, all right. Look, after look, Sister Joy, you seen it after what happened tonight. Oh, I'm gonna say some crazy shit on my next live. But uh let a motherfucker know. Yeah, and and and, and y'all niggas need to know, right? Like if y'all 
y'all ain't doing what the fuck y'all supposed to be doing you can't then be like man but these women know bro like yeah they they fucking up but you fucking up like get your shit together and and me i gotta get my shit together i ain't perfect wait a minute wait a minute it's a couple things that we need to do some housekeeping on this will be a new strag tactic asking dudes if they can pay for a nurse y'all don't think it's some hoe ass shit at asking black women about dying alone you don't think that's some hoe ass shit it's only it's only a, a bad thing when we talk about it but the crazy thing is larry legend we've heard black men promote that that's their contingency plan that they will have nurses on call on staff giving them sponge baths so it's a valid question because it was um a talking point that black men have made then wait a minute then uh shout out to kit clouds oh they saw a nigga with no money and turned him to y'all niggas well if you look at the statistics um how much how many men make over fifty thousand dollars in america absolutely how many black men are over like what what you guys constantly talk about the fact that what less than 10 percent of black men are in that top one percent the majority Ain't that of black what y'all men say? are middle income they make around forty thousand dollars per year but the thing is you're saying that we've seen a ninja with no money and turned him into y'all ninjas like literally there were at one point in time for a very long time um david carroll had one of the loudest voices meaning not just him specifically but his talking points were and are still used in this space he was has been very influential to this space so for someone to be that big and influential to this space to have to resort to oh uh, we are going to have to end the stream um we're gonna have to end the stream and start back up because somebody just uh bombed us so um let me uh get this down before they flag us okay all right all right all right all right sorry about that